Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for Friday, uh, Thursday, rather, uh, December 1st. Um, and uh, uh, today we're going to be speaking truth to power. Uh, I hope you all had a nice Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas in advance. Uh, I, I haven't done very much Christmas shopping yet, but I always tend to leave that for the last minute. Uh, at any rate, um, lots of stuff going on in the country. And uh, today uh, I decided that I'm going to uh, speak truth to power, uh, how to tell what's accurate uh, news from fake news. Uh, the uh, nation has very little faith in our news media. And um, the reason for that is because many people suspect that the news media has become pure propaganda. And uh, rather than uh, empowering us with the what the uh, Constitution envisioned as the fourth estate um, to to comment on the government, many people believe that the uh, for, so-called fourth estate or media has actually become an extension of the government and part of it. So that really leaves us as uh, consumers of news media uh, with the task of trying to figure out what's accurate and what's not. So um, today I'm going to try to cast a little light on that. I am a psychologist and psychologists uh, tend to be very involved in attempting to de to decipher credibility, particularly in criminal and civil matters where we're asked to provide um, advice to courts regarding um, people's predispositions. So at any rate, misinformation as a concept shares a, a platform with mandates uh, that is like the vac vaccine mandates, which also imply that a group with power knows more than you do and should impose its will because they're smarter and more knowledgeable than you are. And you should just shut up and listen and obey. OK, so how to tell what's accurate from what's not. Uh, my first bit of uh, advice would be to understand the, the propaganda tools that are used to control. What are the methods that um, the uh, media and the state uses to uh, spread false information to control what we're thinking uh, about about elections and who should win and who should not? Um, so the idea of... Um, Simplicity, fear, and repetition are, are three items that I, I look for. And um, simplicity and repetition, by the way, uh, comes from Joseph Goebbels, who is one of the most effective propagandists of all time, and Hitler's minister of propaganda. He stated that effective propaganda requires simplicity and repetition. So take a simple concept like the Jews are the cause of all of Germany's problems, uh, and repeated a million times in the German population before World War II would start to believe that the Jews were their enemies. So they, they killed six million Jews in concentration camps and no one batted an eye about it, apparently. Um, so my, my theory here is that Goebbels was right about simplicity and repetition. That seems to have a big effect on people. But I would add one more element, and that is anxiety or fear. So I believe the main tools that, that that effective propaganda relies on is simplicity, fear, and repetition. So beware of communications that smear the other side. Okay, beware of communications that smear the other side. 
a certain party doesn't care about the impact of policy, but they care more about personal attacks. So beware of personal attack journalism, because the idea of, of, of making any one group into uh, a social outcast itself is very suspicious. You have to ask, why is the person that's promulgating a smear attack on a person or a group doing this in the first place? If the evidence is so clear that the beliefs of uh, the promulgator of the propaganda are so self-evident, why do you have to attack the other side or group and 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 call them all kinds of names? And we have that going on right now that it, the media has repeatedly told us that people that like or voted for Donald Trump are racist and insurrectionists. So when I hear that, I have to ask myself, well, is that true? Are people that voted for Donald Trump, uh, uh, racist and, and, and insurrectionist. Um, and also, why do they have to say that if the policies of those who are uh, smearing Donald Trump are so much better than Donald Trump's, then why do they need to attack Donald Trump by making allegations of racism and, um, uh, and insurrection? So, like I said, Joseph Goebbels is one of the most effective propagandists of all times. He was Hitler's minister of propaganda. So if you want to learn about brainwashing techniques, just study what Goebbels did in the 1930s in trying to uh, make a nation obey uh, the Nazi uh, policies of racism and war. Uh, then I would recommend that you always ensure as to what does the communicator have to gain by smearing or attacking. Be aware of conformity and obedience plays, such as you are a racist if you don't like Obama. Trump is a Russian asset. The Hunter laptop is Russian disinformation. Okay, so X, uh, interestingly, along that, uh, that line of uh, thinking, uh, the ex-CEO of Twitter has now said that censoring the stories regarding uh, Hunter's laptop was a big mistake. Well, you know, I'm sorry, that's not enough because it cost, an, it cost us an election. There are a lot of polls that indicate that had the people known at the time that uh, that was not the case, but that the, the laptop was actually a legitimate reflection of what was going on, that the that as much as 20 percent of the electorate may very well have changed their vote from Biden to, to Trump. So it's too little too late, but it's true. I'm glad to hear that he's at least acknowledging that uh, censoring that story was a big mistake. And it was part of the hit that's been going on in, in America against the First Amendment. Apparently, the left in this country does not like the First Amendment. You can see the uh, outpouring of anxiety that's occurring in the uh, among the uh, left in this country regarding Elon Musk's takeover of um, Twitter. So Elon Musk's decision to remove Twitter's COVID misleading information protocol should be applauded, not attacked, as it's been the as it as it's been in the media. The media has roundly attacked Elon Musk. Well, of course, the media is leftist and they're in bed with the Democrats. So, of course, they don't like the idea of the Democratic Party losing its ability to brainwash uh, uh, voters uh, through uh, the use of uh, of Twitter. So now Twitter will become a platform of free speech. And in my opinion, I think Elon Musk should be applauded for that. He put his money where his mouth is 
and he has basically stated uh, that his intention is to turn Twitter into a platform of free speech to counter the damage to our nation that's been done by social media that has been literally an extension of the Democratic Party. Elon Musk's move is a nod to free speech, and more important, it is a nod to the idea that when you assert that people are spreading misinformation, there's an impact understanding you know the truth and they don't. So the person that's spreading the misinformation is trying to make people think that they know the truth and you don't. This is extremely dangerous because the truth itself is often flexible, changeable, dependent on vantage point, never certain, especially in the case of a virus, COVID, we are still learning about with no consensus on effective public health protocol or absolute measures to prevent spread. When it comes to COVID, what was yesterday's misinformation has become tomorrow's truth and vice versa. Another example of of misinformation that should get people scratching their heads and asking what the hell is going on is the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Now, folks, I, I see that as an example of mind control being practiced by the media and the administration because... Every economist of, uh, who, who has earned their doctoral degree in economics agrees that the Inflation Reduction Act will either do nothing to reduce inflation or it'll make it worse because it's a huge spending program. At a time when we have 8% inflation, spending more money is just like putting more gasoline on a fire. All right, so then we have the issue of the China lockdowns. Think about what's going on in China now. You have massive protests across the entire nation of China because of the Communist Party's demand that people be locked up in their homes and apartment houses uh, rather than to be able to go outside. Um, this is all being done in the, in the name of public health, public health. Well, there have been cases where people have had their apartment higher uh, uh, apartment houses locked shut using wire to lock them in and then there's been fires that people have been, died in those fires because they couldn't get out of the couldn't get out of the apartment house so uh, the lockdowns in China are very very um, uh, political and very, people are extremely angry about it but Folks, I see that as the tip of the iceberg. The, the Communist Party has locked down the nation or cities where there's a COVID um, because they want to stay in power. So they just like here in the United States, why did they lock us down? There was no evidence that lockdowns were going to help us. And they, they've hurt the economy and the educational process tremendously in America by uh, locking us down. When countries like Sweden, for instance, that had no lockdowns don't have worse uh, public health uh, 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 statistics. Uh, China's Communist Party wants to remain in power. So they see any kind of disobedience as very dangerous to the, uh, the totalitarian communist state that exists in China. So they're arresting people, beating people, locking them up, putting them in jail. Um, and folks, this is really horrible, I think. Uh, Apple has gone along with the Chinese Communist Party and uh, has uh, changed um, the way cell phone, their cell phones work in China to prevent uh, Chinese people taking pictures and texting about the riots that are going on to, from disseminating that information. It's extremely upsetting that an American company 
um, would do something like that. But of course, Apple has big bucks to be made in China, and they want to uh, kiss the uh, you-know-whats of the Chinese Communist Party. Um, and along the same lines, um, why did Apple withdraw ads from Twitter? Well, when Twitter started to uh, be under the control of Elon Musk, with the object being free speech, well, Apple didn't like that because apparently Apple, you know, really the, the, the people that run Apple, maybe they don't believe in the First Amendment and they actually admire uh, some of the aspects of the Chinese Communist Party uh, that is able to shut down a country and, and to impose its will. So, folks, the next time you pick up your Apple phone, ask yourself, are we supporting Chinese communist uh, policies by owning Apple iPhones? I think we are. And I own an Apple iPhone, by the way. I didn't know about this when I invested my $800 in my uh, Apple uh, uh, 13. Okay, here's another one, folks, that, that I think you need to really think about and try to figure out what's going on. Drilling and the 9,000 permits. So since Biden has been in office, he closed down the uh, Keystone Pipeline. He's closed down drilling. And the United States now is 3 million barrels of oil a day behind. And we're, we're uh, making deals with Venezuela, which whose oil is extremely dirty compared to ours, to uh, replace what's not being uh, produced in the United States. Hence, the price of oil has gone up. It's, it's largely contributed to inflation in this country and worldwide and continues to fund Putin's war, genocidal war against, uh, against Ukraine. So the, the administration in defense of what what some are saying, says, well, no, we've given 9,000 permits out. So it's really the fault of the big oil companies for not drilling. They're, not, they're the ones that are causing the shortage of oil and the spike in gas, pri uh, gas prices, along with Putin's um, war in, in Ukraine. But folks, th there may be 9,000 permits, but the banks won't lend money to um, drillers um, and the regulatory environment is so oppressive that drillers can't go through that regulatory environment and get permission to actually go ahead. They have to deal with lawsuits from environmental companies, uh, countries, uh, excuse me, entities. Um, and um, uh, the banks won't get lend them money. So the the uh, Biden administration has effectively shut down American oil production uh, due to the fact that um, that uh, these restrictions exist. But yet at the same time, when. They go on television, they have a press conference, they tell us, oh, no, it's all the fault of the big oil companies because we've given granted 9,000 permits that they're not using. So go figure. You figure out what's the, the truth and what's the distorted view regarding this. Um, Apple is concerned with hate speech <clears throat> on one hand in America, and for that reason, they don't like Elon Musk uh, running Twitter. Uh, they claim that uh, Elon Musk running Twitter is going to allow hate speech, and that's going to be terrible for racial relations in America. But while they're concerned with hate, hate speech, they're not concerned with what's going on in China where their phones are made. Apple assisted the Chinese Communist Party, as I mentioned, shut down freedom of speech, but there's also slave labor. You got one million Uyghurs, or Uyghurs rather, in concentration camps where they're tortured and tormented and forced to work because they adhere to the Muslim faith uh, and uh, oppose communism. Okay, so now American inaction in the face of the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. Consider the 1989 protests where 10,000 Chinese were murdered by the Chinese 
Communist Party. And what are we doing today? Uh, are we are we uh, making statements about um, the the human rights violations that are going on in China? No, uh, the focus in America seems to be on the alleged human rights violations that are going on in this country with nothing being stated by the uh, Biden administration regarding the oppression that's going on in China and their threats of causing a war with Taiwan because they say that Taiwan must must obey the Chinese Communist Party and uh, become part of China, just like Putin is doing in Ukraine. Putin is demanding that Ukraine give up its efforts at independence and become part of Russia. Beware of the use of multiple endorsers who try to sell an idea. That is, if you see a crowd of people that are all saying the same thing, you know, you should see that as a red flag because the idea is, is to create the idea that everyone is uh, uh, getting on the bandwagon to support uh, a particular idea. So when you see something like that, think of it as manipulation. Beware of that. There's, a, there's such a thing as herd mentality. Uh, herd mentality is, is, is really where people just go along with an idea, not because they think the idea is good or right or helpful or even moral, but they go along with it because they don't want to be left as an outsider. They want to be part of the herd. I think that happened in Germany. Uh, in the 1930s, I think that the uh, that Joseph Goebbels and and the Nazi propagandists uh, were able to create a lot of conformity, both uh, because of this effect that is not wanting to be left aside, but also through the use of the uh, secret police to threaten people with incarceration uh, and torture. OK, so if you are afraid of being criticized for asking questions, beware. That's another thing to look for. Is, is if you ask questions and you're afraid that people are going to get angry with you for asking a question, um, that's, that, that's probably a sure sign that you're dealing with uh, fake, fake news because the people that are in the herd don't, won't like the fact that you're questioning their beliefs because they, they like the idea uh, that their beliefs are true and valid so that they don't have to risk any kind of criticism from the herd. So if you suspect that you're being manipulated into joining the herd, then you might want to question the truthfulness of the, of the news that's being reported. Use rational thinking to inquire. Don't be afraid to change your mind if you believe you have been wrong. Use rational thinking. Right, rational thinking can very frequently bring you to an answer uh, uh, regarding the validity or lack thereof of a certain uh, policy that's being proclaimed by the government or the news media. All right, here's some examples of news to think clearly about: U.S. energy policy, immigration, crime, COVID lockdowns, Twitter, and free speech. Well, with U.S. energy policy, um, obviously. Um, the the uh, Biden administration is telling us they have nothing to do with high gas prices. Okay, it's all the fault of, of Putin and the uh, and the uh, pro profiteering American corporations. So that's something for you to think about. Is that true or false? Okay, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it's a, a crock because uh, the first thing that Putin that uh, Biden did when he came into office was he closed down um, uh, uh, the uh, Keystone Pipeline. And he stopped drilling and oil production in Alaska, and he stopped uh, 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 um, new drilling in the United States. 
Um, and uh, he created an atmosphere in which lawsuits began to prevail against the drillers, uh, and uh, the regulatory environment became impossible. So it, effectively, the Biden administration stopped it. But they're claiming that it's it's Putin and the uh, profiteering corporations. So think rationally about this. U.S. energy policy is another one that kind of goes along with that. Um, the uh, Biden administration seems to be telling us that, in effect, that they're doing this on purpose by restricting the development of oil while they import oil from Venezuela and Iran, uh, our enemies, basically. Um, why are they doing that? Why are they importing rather than allowing Texas to produce our oil? Immigration, another one, that they claim they have control of the border. But do they with two million uh, people having uh, crossed the border illegally this year so far? Um, and uh, 600 to 700,000 gotaways, you know, and last year we had the same thing. So that means like we've got probably 10 or 11 million people that have crossed the border and they're telling us that they have control over the border. So again, think about that. What about crime? Why is crime skyrocketing in, in all the uh, democratically controlled uh, cities in the country? Uh, is, it, uh, is it Putin? Is it uh, energy policies? Why is this happening? Or is it George Soros funding district attorneys who don't believe in, in, in bail and don't believe in stiff sentences and uh, the, the uh, intention of, uh, of a Democratic uh, district attorneys to open up the jails and let out pedophiles and convicted felons? You figure that out. COVID lockdowns. So we were told that's the science. Follow the science. But the science tells us that the COVID lockdowns did far more damage to America than any good. And countries like Sweden, as I said before, that did not practice uh, COVID lockdowns uh, have the same or better health statistics. And we do without any of the side effects, the devastating education side effects and uh, the hit to our immune systems. Folks, if you notice how many people are sick, well, they're very sick because during the lockdown period, our immune systems were not uh, getting a workout from prevailing germs. So as a result, our, our, our immune systems lost their clout. So now when we're exposed to anything, we get sick. Okay. Brainwashing and reprogramming. Brainwashing and reprogramming. It seems as though the intent of the media is to reprogram us and by, by brainwashing us. Uh, they claim that Trump is an anti-Semite. Where's the evidence that Trump's an anti-Semite? Okay, uh, in the media recently, uh, Kanye West had dinner with Trump and brought along some dude uh, that has a bad reputation for anti-Semitism. But the press then connects the dots and says this means that Trump is an anti-Semite. Trump claims that he didn't know the guy was coming to dinner with him. But yet the press jumps all over this and spreads the idea that Trump is an anti-Semite. Well, Trump has done a lot of good for Israel, a lot of good, maybe more good than any other president has for Israel. He was responsible for the Abrahamic Accords, which uh, protected Israel from Iran and created peace with its Arab neighbors. And uh, he has a, um, a, a child that's married to a Jew. So it's really hard for me to believe that Trump's an anti-Semite. Or that Trump, Trump is anti-women or that he's uh, Islamophobic or whatever. Uh, Trump, in a statement on Truth Social, said he didn't know who the fellow was that uh, uh, Kanye West brought with him. And, he, and, and uh, he didn't understand what the purpose of the dinner was to meet with Kanye West. On Saturday, a Trump advisor highlighted Trump's record of fighting anti-Semitism and aiding Israel when he was in the White House. 
from the, and I'll give you an example of it, folks, from the historic Abraham Accords, bringing peace to the Middle East, withdrawal from the disastrous Iran nuclear deal, appointing a special envoy to combat the scourge of anti-Semitism, moving the American embassy to Jerusalem and recognizing Israeli sovereignty in the Golan Heights. President Trump always has been and continues to be the closest friend and ally of the ally of the Jewish people in the state of Israel. Okay, so yet the media says that Trump's an anti-Semite and claims that uh, anyone that is a Trump uh, a voter is also must be by association, guilt by association. That makes you uh, an anti-Semite. So, folks, take take the uh, the, the uh, examples that I've given and use those to kind of begin thinking about where the truth lies. Try to separate truth from fiction and try to look at where we're where the government or the media is trying to brainwash. Thanks for listening. God bless America. God bless the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. America's first freedoms. God help the people of Ukraine stop the Russian genocide that's being perpetrated against Ukraine. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the great comments. See you soon.